Okay, we're back up again. Uh, chapter 8, Long Range Hunting Bullets. This is of uh, Modern Advancements in Long Range Shooting, Volume 1. Um, still doing good, Francis? Doing well. All right. Uh, so, yeah, this hunting bullets is a really interesting uh, topic for long range because there's been so much development in the last several years. I mean, long range hunting hasn't always been a thing. You know, and the bullets for them have really evolved a lot in the last several years to be able to do two things really well. If you want to kill animals at long distance, you need the precision to hit them in the first place. But then there's what what the what does the bullet do after it hits to consider as well. So right, uh, and can it do it reliably? Right. Yeah, and we're yeah. reliable enough to be ethical and you know know that you can put the bullet in the vitals that's going to do what it's got to do. That distance is different for everyone, um, depends on your practice, but um, just to, you know, we're not gonna, this isn't really a discussion about the ethics of it, but what, what I would say is no matter where you are in ethical consideration or not, you wanna know that you can achieve your goal, right? And if you, the only way that you can do that is to practice it. If you think that you could kill a deer from 800 yards, you might be able to, but, before you take a shot at an actual deer in an actual field condition, find a place to sit up and shoot at 800 yards and do your best to put your first shot into the vital zone size target of a deer. And if you can do that nine out of 10 times, including especially the first shot, then I think you, it's a completely ethical and expected result that you will have success. If you, if you try that, that, uh, pre that experiment, and you know it takes you eight shots to hit it, and you finally hit the target on the ninth shot. I would I would say reconsider your shooting at an animal at that distance because you're, again, ethics aside, you're just simply not likely to be successful. The animal will go away; it'll eventually spook before you hit it. Yeah, I would agree with that. You know, and even to actually personally, I have done this, so I understood my limits. Right, know your limits, if you mm -hmm. will. And it was simply um, training on a three-inch circle at four hundred yards from a tripod because that's how I was going to be hunting. And mm -hmm. I did it for about a week straight every morning. First thing I would do in the conditions I was gonna be hunting in with the clothing I was gonna be wearing, trying to emulate all the details of what my rifle system, my gear, me, were going to be doing. Can I make a three to four inch shot at 400 yards to give myself the best success to hit say an eight inch target at those similar ranges? Yeah. And if the answer was nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10, which it was, it was I didn't drop a single shot, I know I'm capable of doing so should that should it call for it. If you go beyond that though, like I wouldn't, I would have to extrapolate. I'm not going to do that at 800 knowing I just practiced it for, I just tried it at four. It's not the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's uh, I think that's all we need to say about the, the ethics of things that it really yeah. just comes down to, you know, building and demonstrating confidence and knowing your limits. Uh, so this chapter starts out with a typical, you know, a line drawing of a typical, traditional hunting bullet, you know, a seven millimeter, 154 grain, flat base, exposed lead nose. You know, we kind of chuckle at bullets like this now as long range shooters, but I mean, bullets like that have killed a lot of animals. Like the majority oh, yeah. of animals that have been killed in, in hunting have been killed with, you know, the Remington Corlock style yeah. bullets. They just, they just work, but it's a lot easier for things to work within a hundred yards than it is a much longer distance, which gets us to the next page that kind of shows another design for a seven millimeter, 154 grain bullet, 
Um, the first one was a Hornaday SP interlock, um, you know, not designed for a high BC at all. And then on the next page of the chapter, uh, page 122, you've got the same caliber and weight of bullet, except now it's got a boat tail. It's got a longer, uh, longer ogive with a, a pointier plastic nose. So all of those attributes will help that bullet perform better as a long range hunting bullet. And we'll get more into what that means in terms of the links between external and terminal ballistics. Um, so moving on, there's, you know, there's, we didn't really try to break this down by brand. It's more so of a construction issue of like, is it a bonded bullet? A if you're hearing this recording, it's because you're listening to a free sample of a podcast from the Science of Accuracy Academy. In order to hear the full version of this podcast and many others, go to the Science of Accuracy Academy website and subscribe.